0: of Agency Life. I had a couple of weeks there where we didn't have an episode. I've been doing a lot of traveling and I think if anyone knows how much it can play around with your schedule and also finding a quiet space to do a podcast So today I'm going to do one myself uh, because I've just come back from Finland where I was working with the team in Avidley, helping them create their culture code and we're well on the way to making that happen and it just brought up the topic of culture and I thought I would just share a couple of points on this uh, over uh, a few minutes to talk about how important is it to have great culture in your agency? It really is a topic that I hear people talking about. You hear a lot of talk about culture, but what are we actually trying to create when it comes to culture? We work with hundreds of agencies and I've worked personally with probably well over 600 agencies right now over the past six years. And some of the top challenges that we hear from agencies are that they are struggling to create a good agency culture they are struggling to find good talent and they're struggling to retain those talents. So if this is three topics that you are struggling with in your agency, having a good culture obviously is going to solve the first one, but where do you start? How do you even create it? And when we talk about culture, let's just kind of get something sort of clear about what it is. It's a set of living relationships working towards a shared goal. It's not something you are, it's actually something you do. It's about your attitudes, values, goals, um, and practices, the characteristics of an institution or uh, organization. An agency culture is about how you interact with, e- with each other in your business. And so it's definitely you know, important, I, I can see it myself, and, and why is it important today for you and your business? It really is important for you to attract and retain top talent. You're going to have to stand out from the estimated 500,000 digital agencies out there in the world. You, you don't have to be a large business to have a winning culture. Um, but it's about bringing together great employees and good fit clients. When you do have a good culture, it's a, it, it attracts those people that want to work with you. Today, people want to belong to a business and a business that is clear about its vision and its purpose. They want to be part of a business that is making a positive difference in the world and um, a business that cares about their careers, it, it cares about its people and it compensates those people with good wages um, and not only the money factor, it's about the perks and the benefits. You know things like freedom and flexibility, working from home um, you know one day a week minimum, um, maybe more if, if something is needed to um, happen with the person working for your agency. These are all factors that people take into consideration now. Sometimes it isn't always about the money. Of course, people need a certain amount to keep going. But if they feel they're belonging to a cause or working with you to help businesses achieve their marketing goals, they can work from home one day a week. They have good holidays. They've got good benefits. That can be a factor in them choosing the next job. So by having those things, you might say, oh, you know, we can't compete with the big boys. We can't offer that amount of money. However, if you can offer other things around the money, um, you could stand in a very good position because sometimes people don't want to travel to the big cities anymore. There's so many factors going on with um, how people choose where they work um, in, in today's day. Culture and creating a culture code are two very different things though. So I'm going to talk to you about how actually what the differences are when you're talking about culture and a culture code. And the culture code is what I've just been creating with Avidy and I'm working on um, a a number of different things. In fact, I've got a masterclass coming up and I'll tell you where you can get that as well. So why is it important? Uh, I mean, there is a Harvard study And we all know you know Harvard's the best. That shows that companies with a great company culture they generate 765% more net income over 10 years than those companies who don't. Now, if that isn't a number to make you stand up and go, do you know what? our culture could be better, or in fact, we don't have a culture at all, Uh, that's a number I think to keep in mind. It makes good business sense. And culture is to recruiting as product is to marketing. So remember that. It's actually a really important factor for your business. Here's some of the things to kind of the, the downside of if you don't make culture a priority. You could end up with a bad reputation as a place to work, and employers, uh, employees now are looking up employers' glass door recommendations. So if you think about, they're going to go to forums, they're going to ask about your business. Everything's online now, guys. So you know, if you had that shouting match with an employee, and they hit to. Facebook to talk about it that can be found and these are important factors for us to remember how we hold ourselves in our businesses is really really important and we all have those stress days God I even did it myself today I was like stressed and I know that I could have been handling things better but I'm you know I'm we're all trying to work through it but you have to remember that your energy and how you have behave in your business. And uh, your employees are picking up on that. So it is important to try and, you know, look after your own energy, keep your health good, keep your um, outlook good, keep your sleep good so that when you come into the office, you're able to handle things that are going on. Uh, prospects will say things to you like, I'm not hearing great things about your work. You know, that comes from your culture. You're like, why are they not hearing great things about your work? why are you not hearing these not great things? If you walk into the office and it feels heavy, you know, a heavy energy or a lot of whispering going on, or people are um, going out of the room constantly talking on phones, like what are they talking about? Who are they talking to all the time consistently? I mean, that creates a bad culture in your business. A big one, I think, that is one of the ones that I notice straight away. I do visit quite a lot of agencies. And one thing I know where the culture can be improved on is if the office is messy. This is meant to be a business where you're proud to come into is, are there untidy desks? Do people not clean up in the kitchen? Are you constantly sending emails to people about, hey, the kitchen needs getting cleaned? And interesting enough, like I work with agencies in South Africa and in, in that particular region, it is a lot easier to have cleaners come to your business or your home, you know. So the whole culture is, you know, having a cleaner is is kind of well-normed. Same in the Middle East, uh, Singapore, having cleaners is a norm. So sometimes people aren't used to cleaning up after themselves at home. So if those people are coming into the office and you don't, have a conversation about we clean up after ourselves. Um, we don't have a cleaner here. Um, but even just comment, if you think about it, you know, just general good manners, whether you're male or female, you're standing up, bringing a dirty cup to the kitchen. You can look around at your colleagues. If you are thinking and interacting in a way that's supporting everyone, you can just look around and go, any other cups for the kitchen? I'm doing a wash or I'm putting the dishwasher on. That does not take too long, but it also shows other people that you care, and that can create a really good culture. Sounds so simple, but I've seen it work. Um, Team if the team is not bonding, um, that's when you really need to make culture a priority. If there's just coming in, clocking out, there's no talking or you know, socializing, you can organize end of month events, but if they're not doing anything outside of that, like why, you know, have you got the right people that are working and vibing together um, on the team? Um, Can you facilitate that? Can you organize a book club? Can you help them come together as a team um, to help those bonds strengthen? Because if you work well with somebody that you get on with, it it is a bonus, makes work a better place to be, which then improves the culture. If your utilization is under 70%, and this is a a number that we hold um, very strong in the agencies that we work with, you have to get the most out of your team. You are in the professional services business. You are only as good as the time build and the results that that time is built under and the client being happy. And if you're not getting 70% out of your team, there could be some other factors, but really you're going to strive towards that. If you have all the systems in place, if your product um, is st- like your product knowledge is strong, the team is strong, your project management system is strong, well then you should be able to get above seventy percent. And if you're not, you've got to dig into the culture. Another thing that can be a side effect of not having a good culture, and these are all a bit of indication. If you're saying yes to a few of these, um, you might be looking sideways (laughs) at your own self going, oh no, God, these sound too familiar. It's okay. You can fix it. It takes takes a while, but it can be fixed. Um, But another thing that is a symptom of not having a good culture is the team not looking out for each other. So if somebody is sick or somebody is on holidays and things fall over, or there wasn't a plan put in place before they left, or they're doing a bit of, "Mm, that's not my job, that is a bad sign because everyone has to look out for each other on sick leave, on holidays, on planned leave, on paternity leave. There has to be a plan in place and there has to be people in your business ready to pick up and go, it's okay, I can help with that. If you are not sending out uh, a weekly or biweekly, uh, temperature check. We we recommend that you use something like Office Vibe. If you're an agency of around eight people or more, and um, under that, it's it's a bit it, it doesn't really work, but more than eight people, you can send out a temperature check. You can ask the team a question. And um, if you're under eight people, you can kind of just do it in a quick, maybe anonymous Google form, but um above eight, you, we use tiny pulse or um, office vibe And that will give you an indication of how the team's feeling, things like that. If you're going to do it on your under eight people and you do a Google survey form that's anonymous, that's something else you can do as well. Now, if you're not getting any feedback, that is a sign of apathy, which is also a sign that people don't care and they're already, you know, going, mm, I don't really care. If you are getting feedback, either positive or negative, that's great. Even the negative feedback, you can turn it around. You can do something with it. The other thing that is a symptom of not having a good culture is you've got constant client and staff churning. That is a really indication for yourself that you could be working and improving on your culture. So look, if those, if you're nodding your head and you're in the car, you're walking or whatever, and you're listening to this and going, oh, uh, no, I have a problem. Uh, there's at least three of these. That's okay. Um, it's It can be fixed. Uh, The the, the way to fix it is, um, I I actually have a six-step process and I've worked on this consistently with uh, agencies over the years. It it does turn around. It just takes a few months and a bit of work and a bit of planning. So where you start is, I have in in the Happy and Healthy Agency book and on the resource section, if you go to the happyhealthyagency.com forward slash resources The place you've got to start is about really getting crystal clear on your agency story, your vision, and your mission. It's an agency positioning exercise. I should probably think of a better name for that, actually. I probably will. Uh, But what it does is a series of questions that you, as the agency owner, go off and answer yourself, maybe with your partner, your business partner, your mentor, your coach, And start to dig deep into why are you actually here? Like, why are you in this business? What are you doing? What are the goals? Where are you going? Who do you like to work with? What is your story? And document it. And it's a really important thing to actually get straight. You need to get it straight for client acquisition you need to get it straight for uh, recruitment you need to get it straight for if you're going to fix your culture so as i said people are now choosing to belong to a particular company because of their values because of their mission because of their vision it's um, most people are looking for that they you know they know they can go and get a job they know they can go and pay the bills Uh, But they want to feel like they're getting up in the morning and they're belonging to something. So what is that story? I I have yet to meet an agency owner that does not have an incredible story, a really interesting story about why they started the business, what they were doing before. Um, What led to, what was the day that went, right, that's it, I'm setting up an agency or how did it come about? Was it a a a night out with a, a business friend that turned into a business partnership? You know, there's always a story. So dig it out, write it down, document it. Going forward, it's a great thing to actually make a video about that for, you know, we love working with our client, these type of clients. And oh, by the way, this is my story. And you can also do it for recruitment. You can go, look, this is me. I'm, you know, Jack and I set up this agency five years ago, but this is why. Showing your personality today is really vital in getting that connection with good fit clients and good fit employees. So once you do the mission and um, exercise and the values and all that, and you have that straight, just put it to one side for the moment. Um, you're going to also survey the team. So if you can set out a time, and I'll, I'll loop back to number one again, you set out a time to meet with your uh, set out a time to create a survey for the team. You're going to meet with them in a second, and on the survey, you're going to have, you know, why do you like working at might at this agency? Why is it important for you um, to have certain perks and benefits at the job? Like what is important to you? What are your values? What kind of companies do you um, value? So have a think about what are the survey, in, in the survey questions, what do you want to get out of it? Now I have an example one and that's part of the masterclass so you can, don't have to think too much. But if you wanted to just jot down a few things going, Okay for you you know in your agency what's important for you to find out from the team what team building events do they like to do and um, what's their communication style there's loads of things that go involved are, are involved in creating a good culture so once you get the results back you're going to strip out all the people's names and you're going to put up the answers into a deck And then you're gonna take the deck and present together with the vision and your agency story about who we are, what we do. You're gonna just look for your team. As you do it, definitely book a 90 minute workshop with the team all in the room together or on Zoom or whatever, if they're remote. And you're going to present your story going, hey, reminder, you know, this is why I'm here. This is who we are, this is what we do. And you're gonna look around the room and see who's engaged in that meeting. Are people leaning in? Are people disengaging? Do they really believe in your business? And are they on board? Are they going to come on this ship with you? The next thing to do in that workshop is to actually pull up the answers and discuss them with people, you know, just talk about the commonalities, talk about the th- things that were different. And from that room, the, the, in the next exercise you're going to do is actually get their own values, you're going to choose five. And this is something that we've we've done before. And those five values are going to be five values for the agency that everyone agrees on. So how you do this is you would get each of the people to write down their five values that they feel themselves. Now, some of those answers might've been up on the board, but some might've changed. It's okay. So on a post-it note, you get each person to write them down individually. Then you get to pair them into group into depending on the size of your agency, but you could probably put them into pairs and ask them to look at the values and just come up with a a set of five between the pair. And then you'd put them into a group of four and for them to agree on a set of five. And you keep doing that until eventually you have the whole agency has decided on five values. Now, a pro tip in here is keep the reminder that while we're talking about values for the agency has the customer been considered have you thought about what values the customer would appreciate so it might be really great to have flexibility at work um flexibility could be a value so flexibility at work yes i want to work from home sometime or i want to do these things but let's think about flexibility when it comes to our clients so having the values for your agency but also flicking them around and going do these serve, do these values serve our customers? And that's something that really is, it can come out, especially in this day and age when we're all looking for freedom, we're all looking for everything that we want. When we're in an agency, we serve the customer. You know, the customer is, is, is the key to our business. So that's a kind of a pro tip that um, I'll give you. And once you do the workshop and you get the values, um, in the workshop, you can talk about team building events. What do people want to do? You can put together um, a, a, like an ideas list. You can put together uh, a, a, when are the birthdays coming up? What do people want to do on those birthdays? Do they want cake? Do they want you know, um, cupcakes <laughs> do they want sandwiches? Or are they sweet or savory? It's, you can do all those kind of discussions and brainstorming of ideas. The next thing you're going to do is, and this again is a kind of a bonus, is to talk about um, communication guidelines what are the most important things that everyone values when it comes to communication? I'll give you an example, because this also helps with good culture. In one of the agencies that we work with, they have a a sort of headphones off time of the day. There are some people that love working with their headphones on, they love blocking out the noisy salespeople, they love doing that, but that can make it difficult to interact. So there's a headphones on and headphones off time. So what are the, the policies, like the the guidelines for communication, the office rules, if you like? I think it, it's sort of a tangent to culture, but it does set a really good culture if you can use it in this particular um, workshop to get those uh, lists, to get those guidelines out. So again, the same exercise, you'll get somebody writing down maybe their top three you know working guidelines you know if if I have my headphones on, please don 't disturb me on sergeant. If I um, get a slack message, I will respond to it within you know four business hours. like what are the guidelines that everyone needs to work together to make things better? Now, you will get some venting in this you'll get some people talking about oh, I hate when this happens, and that 's good. get it all out get get everyone to do what guidelines do they need and and work on it and then again, in the same previous exercise somebody writes down three individually, then you can put them into groups, put them into groups, put them into groups until you have a cohesive list. Like it shouldn't really be more than 10 uh, because it's going to get a bit messy. But if you look up and you will print these and these will be on the wall, these will be the office guidelines that we all agree to, that everyone signs off on. And now you have a place of, okay, we have a baseline. This is how we all communicate and work better together. I would de- definitely recommend putting the values up on the wall as well. I work with an agency in London called Hoxo and they have painted up beautifully on the wall we are and all their values are written there. You know, we they are when you turn the corner of the agency and you walk in you see them and they're just brilliant and they have changed the whole culture of that agency and also given prospects who come in um, a reason to uh, understand who this business is. And I know that that has converted a prospect into a sale in one occasion where they went, oh, right, you're, this is the type of business you are. You you know, the proposal's right, the offer's right, the everything's right, and now this is sealing the deal for me. So get those values up painted on the wall or you can make a team building night out of it where there's the design going on. Uh, one of the agencies I work with in Sweden, they took canvases into the office and painted. Everyone got to paint their own. Um, version of the word, the values word onto a canvas. So there's many ways you can do it, but definitely get it done. In addition to this, and this will be a job that you're going to do as well, you need to have a space where everything is very easy to find. So maybe in the beginning, it's a Google folder. And in that Google folder has all the company policies, the company procedures, your perks and your benefits that are available to the staff. Everyone must know what their perks and benefits are and how it works for them. And do it in this workshop as a reminder. Okay, guys, just in case you didn't know where everything was, this is where it is. In the future, you can make a video about it where you can say, we have uh, you know, perks and benefits like this, and that would be part of your recruitment. And then as you get bigger, you might use uh, HR tool like Workday, um, to hold all this information so anyone can look up, okay, well, how many holidays do I have? What are my benefits? What are my perks? What, how, what am I entitled to? Is it an education budget, um, et etc. So giving that area and just a bit of a reminder, you know, there's a lot goes on in providing these perks and benefits. It's really good. And then you get to the fun part of the workshop where office decor, I've walked into so many agencies that are just like bland you know and there's no reason to be your creative people and it really is important for somebody to walk in and feel like they are you know an extension of their home in another way and this goes again to what I spoke about earlier if they've got pride in the place that they're working they are going to keep it cleaner they are going to be more involved and you are going to have a better culture so deciding on things and it can't it doesn't have to be that much you can take a budget and head on off to Ikea and get some plants fake or otherwise real (laughs) it doesn't matter you know pictures of of of, uh photographs of plants or decals something that the uh, everyone in that workshop agrees hey what would we like and everyone gets to pick something and then you pick a theme and actually have that have your logo up on on the wall like you might not own the office you might be leasing it. that's okay just Paint it up, you can paint it down afterwards. And then when it comes to remote workers, start to think about how can what can you give them that can help them bond with the headquarters, you know, the master office. Is it a a framed logo of the the company logo in a frame? Is it a mascot? Is it a plant? You've all chosen, we love, you know, aloe vera plants. Everyone should have one. So what can your remote workers have um, in their office, in behind them, in front of them to remind them that they are part of the office as well? Like a little pack, if you like, for remote workers. And it doesn't have to be expensive. So once you've done all that work in the workshop, you can then look at creating a culture committee. And the committee's job is going to be meeting once a month, planning the birthdays that are coming up. Now, you you as the agency owner are going to have to give them a budget for this. Like this is a culture is not free. <laughs> Unfortunately, it does require a budget. But like I'm going to just remind you in a second why spending money on this will turn into a benefit back for your business. So set a budget that you're going to allow them to spend every month and give that budget to the culture committee. They're going to meet maybe at the beginning of each month and start four or five people max. It doesn't have to be a lot. They're going to plan out what are the birthdays that are coming up for the the next month. Okay. Who's organizing the cake? Okay. How much are we spending on Oh, does Tommy even like cakes? Um, actually, no, he doesn't. He likes sandwiches, so let's get him something different. So they're just going to have a conversation about the birthdays coming up and planning that and delegating it. Then they're going to plan the team building events. Is there an end of month? Is there um, an offsite thing? Is there something to do? And we always recommend linking it back to the values of your agency. If, if it's about communication, could you do a team building event that promotes communication? Is it skills and outdoors? Like what do people want? They will actually share that with you. And then the next thing is to plan, which is a really good marketing tool and also great fun for your agency, is to plan some social media content around that. So maybe once a week, each of the culture committee members owns your agency Instagram account, your Twitter account, uh, the LinkedIn, that every day you're posting up something about why it's a great place to work, how much fun you're having, what's going on. And your clients are going to love this. And your prospective employees are going to love this as well. And that's how, by having a culture committee with a small bit of budget, doing birthdays, team building events, and taking over the social media every week, having a great office decor, everyone in the agency knows their company policies, procedures, perks, and benefits where they are. You've done the workshop together to get the values and to get the agency communication guidelines, get them pr- decided upon, printed up on the wall. Um, after you've done the survey and after you've shared the story, and that are those are the six steps in creating a great agency culture code. It's ongoing. It's breathing. At every quarter, you as the owner will review with the culture committee: How are things going? How is it improving? How can we make things better? And sharing it out amongst the the whole company. I like again, if you've got a survey. You can ask them, or you can do Office Vibe or Tiny Pulse. And then you should start to see things in the agency improving. So if all that sounds like an awful lot of hard work, you have to remind yourself why it's actually worth it. So if you would actually put the work in and you have an agency with great culture, these are the benefits that you're going to actually receive on it. You're going to have people on your team and um, their friends are going to be asking to join the agency you're going to get competitors people from competitors asking to join your agency and i know this because i have seen this work it's it's going on right now in some of the agencies they're just looking at what's happening and they're going mm, my agency is not great and they're they're jumping ship which is you know something you've got to consider if there's an agency nearby that's got great culture that's something you've got to replicate in your own business. If you have clients coming to you and they're approaching you and saying things like, I hear you're really great to work with. That's because you've got a good culture as well as of course, you're doing great results uh, for their clients. But hearing that you're good to work with, that you're great to work with, you're good to work with, and that's your people and that your people are happy you have your office vibe or your tiny pulse scores are above average. I think there's like an the industry is like eight or 8.2. So if you can get over that, that means you have a happy business. You walk into your office and every day it is clean and tidy because people have been helping each other to work it out. You also have Uh, the team are organized and getting themselves together when it comes to um, social events. You hear about them, oh, we're going for pizza tonight or we're going to the cinema tonight. Um, You know, the odd occasion that just they want to hang out together. That means they get on during the day and they've built, they've got the same values and they want to hang out in the evening. Of course, there will even end up the odd office romance, which is by the by, you know, but we'll take that as it comes. Plenty of agency marriages have come out of uh, the agency world. And um, the other one is your utilization numbers are 70 percent and above because you have everything in the system that needs to um, to keep that going above that. Because you've got your project management tool you have the best systems, you've got the good expertise, and now you have a team that's working together to help each other out. They take care of each other when the, the, the workload in uh, goes, um, when in the event of illness and holidays, when the workload needs to be shared out. And they're very happy to do so. They're not rolling their eyes. They're like, nope, it's okay. We've planned this. We know that Billy is off next week. So we're going to actually work on um, divvying out his work, telling his clients, blah, blah, blah. We're helping out. And they're happy. They're not begrudging me doing it. And then the last one, the, another reason why you'd invest in a, a good culture is that you're going to have higher client and staff retention rates. This is really important for you as a business owner, you know that. So yeah, it is a lot of work. You know, it's a lot of work. It is a bit of work to get a culture code working in your business. You know, you're going to have to invest a good solid month getting this infrastructure set up. But after that, It's going to be a few hours a week by the culture committee, and then you checking in every quarter to make sure it's running accordingly. But you'll know it's running accordingly because all those numbers and all those factors will kick in. So, if you wanted to look at some agencies that are doing this well, I've actually interviewed Impact already, and um, actually, I've interviewed all three of these. So, boom, I've actually got a, a loop around Salted Stone, Impact, and Impulse Creative. If you go back and listen to any of those podcasts, they talk about culture all the time they're not the biggest and the best for um, <laughs> for on, on the whim you know they have invested in their culture and they have great people if you ever meet anyone from those agencies you can see it shining through their eyes you know they love where they work they have a great time they get great work done and they just enjoy being in that place so check out those three agencies check out my uh, podcast with them and um, yeah Um, Extra reading, if you wanted to get into it, the Culture Code by HubSpot do a great job. And also Daniel Coyle has written a book called The Culture Code, which I've used um, a lot of material um, from that book in the past. I think that's a new edition as well. I might've read the old one, so there might be an updated one. And then finally, if, um, you know, put a CTA in here, I don't normally, but I have one today. Um, If you would like some more information, there is a masterclass on agency culture available now. You can head over to our website or you can drop me a line or give me a shout out or drop us a line at hello at growitgroup.com. I hope I have convinced you to invest some time in your agency culture code. And if you ever needed a hand with it, you could also give me a shout as well. Have a super day and I will see you very, very soon. Take care, everyone. (laughs) Oh, <laughs>